Let's go. Yep, yep, we're back for another episode, episode 31. Fellas, how you doing today? We good in the hood, baby. No, we good in the suburbs. Yes, you do. <laughs> we're in the suburbs, not in the hood. Yeah, we good in the suburbs. Gucci, bro. I was, I was telling uh, Ray before you got here, dog. You know, I took Bryce to the uh, to the uh, hardwood, meaning where the outside basketball court to work him out. Mm-hmm. Then I had this cat came up to me talking about, bro, you trying to play one on one? I was like, bro, I'm out here working out, working my son out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Dad, what you scared? I want to see this. You scared? I said, all right. What time was it? It was earlier today. It was yeah. It was around. It was around like twelve thirty. Okay. So you know I had to get in that boy ass, but I had to go out there. I kind of lose in front of my son, dog. So about how old was the kid? Was the kid? No, no, no. It's a grown man. He's probably his. Probably like 30, 31, 32. So you were playing a grown man, grown man, and a pickup basketball. How tall? One on one. He's about he 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 was short. He's about like five. Hey, look. So you <laughs> know it's always like a real story. Got story behind the story. It's a story behind the story. Listen, he, right? called, and, he he called me out. I don't care. You, you hey, sometimes you you ask for you, you get what you ask for, dog. You Let me ask you a question. When you were finished beating him, uh-huh. how did you feel? Well, I felt like it was just a regular work, easy work. It's just no because I beat him like eleven four. It was like just so you didn't feel different. Like, you feel different. You feel like you should have played him in the first place. But no, but listen, I will say this though. Since I've been working out, this I wouldn't even tell you. I feel like ah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of in, 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 in shape right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So from that aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? You dig? I felt like all right. I he went over there. He was on the bench. <laughs> Huffing and puffing, and I'm like, you know, he probably saw a little gray in my beard and stuff. He out here trying to coach his son. He's probably like your old man. Yeah, I'm tr- he out here trying to coach his son. Thought he played you, Yeah, yeah. So, okay, you know. okay. Well, listen, man. Congrats on your victory. Yeah, right. Right. That's that big of a deal, man. Right. Now I'm, I'm glad you're the champion of the hard court today. That's what's up, right there, man. So let's get to uh, our first topic. Let's talk about Tua. You know, this weekend, I think. They're off this week. Oh, this week, yeah. But next week, he'll be taking over to start in the rain as the new quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be big. Uh, you already heard about how Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't realize that that was going to happen. He was very unaware that they were going to make that switch. So that 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 added more drama to the fact the way Tua came out there. He looked pretty decent in those first couple of plays that are the only plays he really played out there. So let's, let's start this off. Ray, I'm going to start with you on this one since we don't even have a 
fourth member. We know he's out for the day. He's like, hey, we got to worry about But he actually been kind of good lately. He ain't been cutting nobody <laughs> off lately. Well, well you know. <laughs> well, clearly you're taking over that now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I got, I got that right now. <laughs> you just cut me off. Ray, so let me start with you. Like, do you think this is going to be the start to get the Dolphins to division? They got a shot, though. Like, because Buffalo only lost two in a row. Um, kind of coming back to earth a little bit. But I was actually shocked about the move because it's not like Fitzpatrick was just playing horrible, right? Like they, they even won the last game that they played. Last Tua, two. Yeah, when Tua came in for the two, you know, minute and something, they were playing well. So now I saw him in the game, I was like, damn, did Fitzpatrick get hurt? Or like, oh, maybe it was a blowout. You it know, was, it was a book 24-0. Right, so I'm like, so I was shocked that they say that he was going to be the starter now. But at the end of the day, Fitzpatrick cannot be surprised because they drafted the dude for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, you, you're you not sitting top first-round quarterbacks, you no know, one year, two years, three years. This ain't Aaron Rodgers' situation when they're drafting with fathers there. Mm-hmm. So they're playing them right away, and they're right in the thick of it, right? I believe they might be one game out of first, if not tied, because Buffalo lost two, and I think New England might have lost three. So – they're right in the pack. And I think Tua might be giving that energy, bro. Like, and everybody wants to see what he can do. But decorated it, college career. It could be that, you know, I mean, you're you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but y'all just gotta lean on the fact that the, those veteran players are probably like, we are in the thick of things. True. And the fact we're making a switch at this point of the season, mm-hmm. when you, what you just you just said, Fitzpatrick's playing well. True. I mean, it's a gamble for Flores because he can lose the locker room or he can win it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think. It's no better time but the present. You went into a bye week, name him as a starter. So now you got two weeks to prepare and see what the kid it's got. the Rams. Right? See what he got, though. The Rams got a ferocious D-line. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully his hip is good, and I'm sure he probably checks out good, and he can get away because Aaron Donald coming. We know that. <laughs> Aaron yeah, Donald coming, man. Get what you think. So, uh, uh, so I'm going to speak on uh, Fitzpatrick. Any competitor, let me say competitor, would be upset, especially when, like you said, he's playing well, right? Mm-hmm. They... He went and he won his last two. But if you're the Dolphins, you're looking at, like, you got Joe Burrow playing well. You got the kid from uh, San Diego playing well. You got all these rookies that's coming in. And I think they just want to see do they have their future quarterback. Yeah. They got all these picks coming up. Yep. So they want to know, right? Because we know what Fitzpatrick ceiling is. Yep. We know what he can do. We just saw what he can do. Either going to be Fitz Magic or Fitz Tragic. Yeah. So with, with Tua... They looking at it like, is this our future? Yep, or is he he's the next star in the league, like the Kyle Murrays and the uh, what's the kid uh, Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. and uh, Lamar Jackson? So I understand because Miami looking at it. Look, either way it go, we not gonna win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. So, but they got a shot to win the division. But though. but at the end of the day, you trying to win a Super Bowl, right? Oh, absolutely. So right now they need to know that we have our future. Can he stay healthy? Take a couple of hits, mm-hmm. and I think. I, I'm, I'm with the organization of the coach saying, let's, let's try this guy. Because it's, it's no more longer where you can sit four years, five years, oh, and, no. and we give you time. That 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 stage had gone where we like, we're going to get this quarterback five years. No, we're trying to learn from at least in a year or two yep. if this is our guy or not. And I think Miami is trying to learn this year, next year, if, do we have a guy enough? Do we need to drop a quarterback? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I want to see what he can do, though, man. It's going to be good. It's a great topic, right? I mean, it's a great answer right there, man. And that sound was just as good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to eat. I'm, I'm having eight today. Um, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, it's time, time to put the money on the table. Yep. See what you got with them. I mean, this year is not going to be an indictment on him moving forward. Mm-hmm. But it does. If he comes in a place very well, it really 
pushing the essence that they finally got their franchise quarterback, which they've been searching for since Dan Marino. Dan Marino. They haven't had a, a Pro Bowl quarterback since Dan Marino. Didn't so, Wisconsin make the Pro Bowl one year? Who? Uh, Tannehill. No. Okay. They haven't had a Pro Bowl quarterback since Dan Marino. Okay. He's the last one they had. And he last played like in the 90s. So that's, that's, that says a lot. Yeah. So you've been searching for that quarterback for that long. Shit. You, you need it. You need him. So you got to see what you got, man. Yeah. Let's jump into what the Browns are doing. I mean, you, we, we, they came out the gate real fast, playing really well. And even Baker was playing well in, the, in that systemized offense that they were playing in. But now they're struggling. You're starting to see them lose games. They, they, they're capable of winning. And they're struggling on the offense. I'm going to start with you, Keith. Hey, is it time for the Browns to move on from Baker? Yeah, at this point, bro, you 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 know what Baker selling is, bro. He he can't get no belly than what he got. He been there for what three years now. Mm-hmm. You, you, he have no excuse. And right now, you're playing to keep the ball out of his hand, limited him. It's like uh, we got to run the ball to make sure you don't throw over twenty five times. Right. So <laughs> right now, I haven't seen the best of Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can. I don't think it's another level he can go to. Mm-hmm. So right now it's time to get rid of Baker. If I'm Odell, I'm saying, bro, trade me. Yeah. You're wasting my prime. Landry too. Landry too. You you either you either you get Baker out of here mm-hmm. or trade me. Yeah. Because right now they haven't beat nobody. Yeah, with a winning record. With a winning record or a great defense. Yeah. And 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 I can I just saw it selling and it's just time to move on from bro. It, you know he like I ain't listen to the noise and this and that. He hear it. You hear it and you need to play well and he can, and I just saw enough. And if I'm the GM or the coach, I'm moving on from him. Yeah. I might as well if I give him this opportunity right. Who they play this weekend? Um. I don't know who they play this weekend. I don't know. Uh, whoever they play this weekend, if he looked terrible this weekend, I'm benching him. I'm sending a message early that like I'm moving on. I'm going with whoever. That's Yeah, you lose to Joe Burrow this, to, this weekend with a. I'm benching you. I'm, I'm done. I'm moving on. And I'm trying to keep the talent I have with Odell Beckham and Landry, bro. Because. Bro, you, you got to even time you got to do is Landry to throw damn touchdowns. <laughs> it's bad, bro. It's bad. It's no way with that type of talent they shouldn't win. They shouldn't be competing with Pittsburgh for that division. They, I think they're almost doing like what Shanahan doing with uh, Garoppolo, like taking the ball in his hands in meaningful games. They want to run the ball, play defense, and him not to kill you. Right. And Baker's killing him. Like right. he got some of the best talent. In the NFL, bro. I think in the league. They got the best running game. Yes. They got two Odell's a top seven, 10 receiver. Mm-hmm. Landry top 15, right? You got Austin Hooper. You got a Joku as a young tight end. You got everything for Baker not to screw this up, though. And he just can't get right. It's like driving a Lamborghini and you crashing that. <laughs> no, it, he just cannot get right, though, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's something in the mental or, or what it is, bro, but. I don't say give up on them just yet, bro. It's time, right? Because they time. just got the new coach, new offensive system, and they might try to give him some time. But they need to make a decision real quick because they got to pick up the fifty option and not this summer. Ray, it's time. Do you? I'm gonna ask you this question. So you want to go and pick up his fifth year option and get him close to like twenty five to thirty million a year? No, it's time to move on, though. That, and that's a tough decision, right? <laughs> and like you said, they haven't. The first four wins, they didn't beat anybody. Right, everybody had losing records. They might have had one win out of the total four four teams that they beat. Um, but I, I think he can. 
I ain't gonna say he can turn it around. If he just can't, if he can just not turn the ball over, he can be all right. He's been playing for three years. I done seen enough. <laughs> I mean, he's gotten he's gotten. He's getting better, bro. But he just got, he just can't turn the ball over. That's the main thing. You can be an average quarterback and your team can still win. But if you turn the ball over, you are killing your team. He he a little better than the dude from uh that came out of Texas A and M uh Menzel. Ooh. He another Menzel to me. Texas Listen, he's but he's gotten two coaches fired, and then he's and if you're you're the third coach, you're the third coach behind him because no, he's got one two. Yeah, he's got Hugh Jackson. He got the other Kitch- guy fired. Kitchens, and so if right. you're the third coach, the you don't want me the third. You don't no. want me the third one fired. So you rather go down with your guy instead of him. Right. I'm moving on from Baker. Me too. Um. I mean, he's had his third, like, I think this is his third, this is actually his fourth coach because Greg Williams, Williams, right? Yeah. Right, Kyle Greg Williams. So I, I will move on from him because I just don't think you can win in the NFL with his style, his his size. Um, he has, it's nothing really special about Baker. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but it's nothing special about it. He doesn't do I think anything. it was his bravado that really attracted him. I mean, they, they all had this, around no, him. but everybody's always running around with this, you know, he has his chip on his shoulder, which is the, the dumbest um, acronym I ever heard because um, I mean that would be anybody who's been told they haven't they're not you know they're able to do something that's gonna have a chip on their so- shoulder. I just think he just doesn't have the ability. I just don't think he has the skill set to really be the main focal. He has everything needs to be right around him, mm-hmm. and when things are not right, I mean, he has one of the best offensive lines in football. Oh, they improved the line. They got yeah, the talent. So. Even Stu Jackson came out saying that they're not using his talent to the best of his ability. He shouldn't be on the center as much as he is. I'm like, no, Ooh. this is not Hugh Jackson. Oh, you said, I thought you said Stu Jackson. Jackson. I'm tripping. I'm talking about like, yeah. basketball guy. Yeah, I'm thinking Stu Jackson, old Knicks coach back in the day. Stu, okay. Stu Jackson with the good hair. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackson, sorry. Yeah, Hugh said that they're not using him to the best of his ability because he's under center too much. And I'm like, dude, it's not college. Like, you can't be in a shot. Yeah, but, they're, but, they're, but they're doing that because they're using the play action fake and they're trying to also. Within the play, I should fade, trying to use his mobility. Mm-hmm. And his, without his mobility, he's not much because he's too short, so the throwing angles are tough. Yeah. So I just don't see it, man. I, I just and don't he see ain't it. accurate. You know, Drew Brees short, but when he was younger, Drew Brees was more accurate. He not both. You can't yeah. be short and can't put it in windows. You, 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 <laughs> it's, just, it's just too tough yeah, for him, man. And it's yeah. not. He's 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 just not making it work. Yeah, I'm with so, you, James. I'm with you on. That. I think we, I think he's trying to move on. Like we about to move on from the subject. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Raiders, man. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what's going on, but their entire offensive line been placing COVID nineteen list. So they, there's a chance they're going to play this weekend. There's a chance they may not. Mm-hmm. Right. They they're really going off based off the testing and how does how they how them and I think in um I think it's another D D court uh, no cornerback mm-hmm. that he he's also so it's just really based off how the testing goes. I'm gonna start with you, Q. Like, what do you think about that? Like, their entire offensive line is replaced on COVID nineteen, so they can't practice right now. Well, they can't. They well, can't get right prepared. now, bro, you can't. You got to move on. You got to bring those people on the um, what you call that team practice, uh, squad. practice squad. Practice squad. But that's what I'm saying. You may not be able to do that because you don't have uh, like apparently the way the NFL is working is they're not allowing any team to have like a strategic advantage. Mm-hmm. So they'll move the game or they'll postpone it. Yeah. So like like so, what's your thoughts? Because it's the fact that. You know, the entire offensive line is, is is on COVID-19. They can't practice. And his other player's been on it. They can't practice. Manuel Sanders can't practice. He right. can't play. He's on it. Like, how do you like how do you guys feel about it? Well, we know this, like we I talked I talked about this last week, right? Right. I, it's probably gonna be hard for the finish this season. Yeah. If you keep having this spread in every organization. And if you're not gonna say 
got played with who you're going to play, bring people up from the practice squad. I don't even know how the NFL going to finish the season because it's not just like I was saying last week. It's not just happening in Tennessee. It's happening all over now. Now it's getting to the point where your whole offensive line is wiped out. It's not even one player. So I just don't know how, like I was saying last week, and I think I said, I don't know how, if this keep happening, how do you finish the season? Because certain teams already had a bye. You can't keep on saying, we're going to push this game back because you'll be finished the game back and down near the summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The season. So I'm with you, James, and you don't want to have it where you bringing everybody from the practice squad. Now you're risking players' health, like the starting quarterback, yeah. people who's not even getting reps or even know the plays or this and that. So it's to me, is if this keeps happening, bro, you might have to say, how can we go into like a bubble atmosphere where people don't travel and go home? Yeah. Or we can't finish the season. Something going to have to change. And it's got to be strict. Like, we're going to be in this one city and we might have to have a game. I don't know how you do it. Where y'all can't go nowhere but from home to this to this hotel. And hotel to the travel. Not yeah. even go around your family. Yeah. And, and that's tough. Like they, they could probably do it. Uh, if they want to. I mean, it's going to cost them some, some millions, but... Hey, the NFL make millions, but if you want this season to go, because it's starting to get out of hand. Yeah, the Raiders lose their whole, whole offensive line, and yeah. their starting safety is down the COVID. Yeah. yeah. Like, dog, that is tough. If I'm, if I'm Derek Carr, like, yo, I'm not can, playing. We, can we push this back? Yeah. <laughs> like, dog, like, I'm afraid for my life. Because now you're now you putting the safety of your players. Oh, so Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's tough, bro. What you doing about it, Ray? I, I, it's tough, man. Like I said, um, I don't know if the Raiders... It, Probably contact the NFL, see if they could push it back. But like you said, it's a safety concern now that the whole entire starting lineup, your old line, is is on the COVID list. And who's to say when they're gonna come off, right? Like just because you think it's gonna be one week, it could be two weeks. You just never know. And then probably somebody else on your team then caught yeah. COVID. Yeah. They just ain't showing yet. <laughs> but I just think the NFL, bro, like, and players have voiced their concern about the safety, but I don't think the NFL truly cares, bro. Really and truly, bro. As you can see, they moving the game on and they're playing this Sunday against uh, Tampa Bay, right? So they, clearly, the NFL didn't try to push the game back. They didn't, they didn't care at all, right? So it, it's tough to be the Raiders. I mean, Tampa should now be able to dominate, you know, you would think, but, you know, it, it's the breaks, bro. It's just like an injury. Right. It just that's you guys are treated, bro. I, Next just, man think, I, just, I just think they need to put everybody in a hotel and you can't go home. If you you know what I'm saying? You go to practice, you go back to the hotel, you go to facility, you might can't see your kids and family for a while. Uh-huh. To the season. Cause we have way through the season. You know what I'm third, saying? Third of the way. Third of the way. You remember game what, six, six seven? Six, seven. You have well, how many games? Fourteen? 16. 16. So you might just got to rent hotels. Mm-hmm. You go to a practice facility. You come home. Test every day. You, can't, you might got to do it. Unless your family is going to stay in the hotel and they can't go nowhere. Okay. I mean, like you said, bro, it, it, at some point it comes to the player. It has to be some type of responsibility to say, you know what? Our immediate family, nobody coming to the house. We're going to try to limit our exposures as much as possible. And I think if everybody else do their part, it makes it a little bit easier where people won't get COVID. Right, like you just gotta play your part, and your family has to play their part in order for us to get through this season, to get this money, yeah. and you know make sure everybody's safe, bro. At yeah. the end of the day, you know. What I'm saying? If, not, if not, bro, I, don't, I just don't see the season lasting. It, it's gonna be challenging, like absolutely gonna be challenging. But I think 
if players just do their part, bro, and just stop, you know, going different places and people coming to the house, it's practice, hang around the house family, and just keep it moving. That's bro. it. I agree with both of you guys. I mean, both of you guys have great points. I think that, I mean, as long as the way they're moving it, they, I mean, it's clear the NFL is going to try to push forward. They're not, they don't care. Uh, <laughs> pressing they, forward. They're baby. pressing forward regardless. They'll just reassign games and, re, and realign them at a different time. But, and allow teams to have, I wonder, I mean, because I wonder if the Titans, they, they took their bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't keep on getting people by because a lot of people. So they took must took their bye. Yeah. And they gave them that bye that Pittsburgh week. Pittsburgh don't have a bye either no more. Yeah. yeah. So, and and that's why Pittsburgh is so upset. Yeah. They, they felt like, like 13 straight. Yeah. They were like, they were like, well, why we got to get our bye taken because they're not playing. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's going to be what they're going to do. I think uh, the CBA. Agreement left a lot of a lot of things in the air. Mm-hmm. Left a lot of things where they don't have to really worry about much. So you know, that's actually the question we can ask Aaron about what about like what can the NFL do yep. from that perspective? Because so we'll we'll have to get him get up get his perspective on that. Yeah. Let's get into the to the last NFL topic. I know there's a lot we can talk about. But we got a lot of guests. We got a guest coming up soon. So, but I want to talk to you guys. So you guys are Saints fan, and it is a rumor. You know, I wasn't going to talk about the punishment of things but then, of Michael Thomas. But there is a rumor that even though uh, Sean Payton said he squashed it, mm-hmm. there is a rumor that they're shopping Michael Thomas and they're ready to move on from him because he's a big diva. I'm going to start with you, Ray, since you've already been chopping on this already. What do you think about what's going on with Michael Thomas and the situation down in New Orleans? He tripping, bro. Like, dude, you one of the leaders of the team. You got your money, Right. Prior to you getting your money, you was a humble kid. You wasn't bitching and complaining on the sideline. And I get you want to play, right? Like, you might feel you ain't high ankle sprain. He played in three or four weeks, right? right. So, he, he haven't played since week one. Right. So, I feel he's probably just anxious. You to guys were the ball last week, right? Yeah, so I think he's just anxious and chippy to just to play. But at some point, bro, you got to control your emotions, dog. If you punch and go on the jobs, what if you break your hand? Or what if you break his jaw? You know what I'm saying? Like, now you're affecting the team. Dog, you know how big of a piece you are on the offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, you can't be tripping like this, dog. Then you going off on the coach, dog. You got to remember who buttered the bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, if Sean Payton don't put you in posi- positions to get 145 catches and been super successful since day one stepping on the field, dog, you can be out of the league in four years if you were another team that's sorry. You know what I'm saying? So why are you tripping like this, dog? I know you want to play, but, dog, if, if if it comes to him keep acting like this, bro, I, you got to trade him. Get him out of there. Because that's one thing Sean Payton has always wanted. You trade him? A tight locker room and not all the distractions, right? Even though we looked at AB, gave him the tryout, but we didn't sign him. It's all about the distractions that you're bringing. But we shouldn't have to be talking about Michael Thomas punching a cat. Michael Thomas going off on Sean Payton. Like, dog, those are the things that great teams minimize. When New England, New England, you don't hear none of this. Right? And that's why they win, bro. The winning teams don't have all these distractions, bro. And that's why AB got out of uh, Pittsburgh. Right? The distractions you cannot have, bro. Julio could be doing the same thing if he wanted to, but he's not that type of player. You know what I'm saying? He could easily be going off on Matt Ryan and be like, Say that again. Julio's not that type of what? <laughs> he's not that type of player, bro. You know what I'm saying? So if Michael Thomas is going to turn into this diva type cat, bro, and call no distractions, bro, dog, we can do bad without you, dog. For real. He, how you feel? I feel like this, and we have seen this. It's just some by receivers, bro. Once they get their money, they get their stats, they they turn into divas. They trip, but he should see. But for the most part, for the most part, 
I'm saying for the most. No, it's not. Most receivers. Most receivers. Some. There's always an exception. Some receivers. There's always an exception. Well, well my thing is, but he should see. There's no one bigger than the game. You can be replaced. Yep. And you can be like, you can go somewhere else and the system don't fit you. Mm-hmm. And you can be not putting up the same stats, same numbers, looking for uh, uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham thought he was the biggest thing since sliced bread went somewhere. He was never the same. So my thing is. Odell, same way. Odell. No one is bigger than the game. I don't care how great you are. You need the, you need a system. You need a quarterback. You need an offensive guru to give you the ball. And like I said, we ain't won a Super Bowl with you yet, anyway. So I'm side of the playoffs. So first round, you people come up with game plans, game plan to shut you down. So you're not bigger than the Saints. So if you're gonna be like Ray said, if you're gonna be this diva. That disrupted the locker room. You have to move on. You can find a receiver a dime a dozen. And then his, his contract really not that uh, big to where like you can't trade him. Right. right? And so, so he, he don't have a and, he, his deal is big, but it's, it's tradable. And one thing about Sean Payton, he's a no sense coach. Yep. He's not putting up with the bullshit. No not nonsense. Gonna, no nonsense coach. He's not going to let you disrespect AP. But he came in New Orleans. He on the sideline, grip. You get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> yep. Because, like I said, and I love the way we draft. So we can find we can find a replacement for you. So I, I, hey, you better get your shit together. You can get the fuck out of New Orleans. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy. I think you guys are seeing a lot of different We're winning games without him. We're three and two without him. You're two and two. Well, you no, know, we're three and two. Three and two. Be say beat the Chargers. Ooh, you beat the Chargers. Yeah, we're three and two without him. You, yeah. you beat the Chargers, Tampa Bay, who? The Lions. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you two. might as well just be two and two. No, we, we, uh, anyway. Tied for first in the division. Yeah. No. You didn't. Actually, we got the tie. No, no, no. Tampa hasn't had a bye. Tampa hasn't had a bye. No, they're four and two. Thank you. But we beat them, though. But if we win, it don't matter. But if we win, we got to play each other twice. You play them another week. But I'm saying, too. But if we win, Sunday, we first play, so we got the tiebreaker. Got a tiebreaker. You don't play them this Sunday. No, I'm saying we win Sunday. this Sunday, we have the tiebreaker. Ooh. Right yeah, now, we got two losses. losses so yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how right. that works. All right. All right. And then the day, it doesn't work that easy because I think his talent and his skill set is really what's helping your offense flourish, especially in the past no, no, with Drew no, Brees. No question. And I think the reason why Drew Brees is struggling because he doesn't have that primary receiver that he likes to get the ball to. Um, my, and they they was getting Mayo signed this ro- rolling rolling in that type of role. Now he's out. Yeah, that's crazy. So I, I I don't know, and it seems like Drew Brees needs that now. For some reason, in the past, your offense didn't really have a dominant receiver. You spread the ball out and made it very less predictable. Now it seems like he has to have a primary weapon to really help him develop the other outside game that he's been throwing to. Um, otherwise, it just doesn't. If it, it's an AK or bust. So it's, it's, it's I want looking good in the passing game. I want I'm just wondering how this is going to affect and 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 it's about team chemistry too, though. How it's going to work moving forward? It's just like, dog, you causing way too many distractions, though. If you're not healthy to play, bro, how are you helping us? I Maybe mean, he thinks he is healthy. I, I I don't know what the the whole issue is, but I do see that. You know, he's becoming a big problem. Now you came up with a hamstring injury. Dog, yeah, you know, now he's hurt again. No, the hamstring, dog, you could go run a play, bro, and you out for two, three more weeks. So he's yeah. not playing Sunday? No. He's not playing Because of the hamstring. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with him not playing if you got a hamstring because I, I had that injury before. So. And you ain't no athlete, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about. Moving on. No, no. Let's get the pickles. My boy's outside. He stays outside. No, hold up, hold up. My boy's outside. No, no, no. no, no. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. I got hurt at 
practice with my hamstring. I was out for like a couple of months. But key, is a difference between you trying to nurse it and going to patient first. Yeah. No, conversation. No, you're saying moving on. I didn't hurt it like I was a grom. I heard it when I was playing sports. Right, I get it. Moving on. Okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna move on to the next pickles right here. We're gonna get to our pickles, man. Kid professionality. Yeah, that boy just he came out of nowhere with that one. He hollers it before the back. Everybody's hurt an injury that professional athletes hurt, but a lot of people just don't compare theirs to his and the strain and 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 just the whole notion of it. I I we're gonna move on, man. Pickles, let's get to it. We got two games for pickles this week. Let's go on, let's jump into it real fast, man. We got the Steelers versus the Titans. Good game. Who you got, Ray? Oh man, this is gonna be tough, man. I think if Steelers front seven come to play and they stop Henry, they're gonna win by 14. But I don't think Tannehill gonna play well enough in the passing game to beat the Steelers. Now remember now, Devin Bush. He hurt you for the Devin Bush towards ACL. Right, but they still got TJ Watt. They still got Fitz, Pat Mink, Patrick. Yeah, that's still in the middle of their defense. You know what I'm saying? Still got Big Haywood on that D-line, right? Mm-hmm. So they just got to stop mm-hmm. and not let Henry get those 90-yard run like he got on the Texans, right? Yeah, he went. So he just, mm-hmm. just, just make him earn his yards, and it's going to be all right. But I think he's going to win by, by 14 if – they stop uh, Big Henry from getting off, and I don't think Tannehill can beat the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. by himself. So I got I got uh, the Steelers on that win. Go ahead, man. I got the Steelers, bro. The Steelers looking like the old Steelers defense with Palomalu, all them guys. They balling though, and that's the reason I think I think Henry. They would focus on stopping the run game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like you said, with Tannehill is playing well this season, right? Yeah. He's making the throws. But I got to go with Pittsburgh. And uh, I think it's, it's going to be a close game. But I got Pittsburgh winning about six. Six? Close game? Yes. Yo, Aaron, man, you get in this. Come on, you, man. Come on, man. Get some of this. Come on, What's man. going on? We got our guests in here today. What's up, man? What's going on? We was going to we gonna give him like a... A nice little proper introduction. We're gonna give him a little little round of applause. Coming up in the building, man. How you doing, man? I'm good. How y'all doing, man? Good, man. Hey, you prompt, man. I I respect that. I'm a businessman, for sure. For sure. Like personality, man. I like that, man. For sure. So we just we we going through our little pickles. We only got two games today that we walked through. So right now we're going to Steelers and the Titans, man. Who you got? Steelers Titans should be a good, good, good game. Um. I'm gonna go with the Steelers in a close one. I'm gonna mm. go with the Steelers in a close one. I trust Ben over over Tannehill. Tannehill yeah. playing like a win. Mm. No, that boy playing like a top five quarterback in the league, top bro. Top five, but you yeah. got a, a runner runner for one fifty a night. Hey, it's bro, easy. it don't matter though. But that, but that makes you just it, don't gotta lose it. Yeah, but that it. makes it even better what he's doing because when you know a team gonna come in and try to stop Henry, it doesn't matter the quarterback. The quarterback still gotta perform, right? We meet with Miami. He wasn't doing nothing. He came to Tennessee, bro. I don't know what Bray was him doing. Bro, that boy is like a whole new different quarterback, dog. He is balling. Play calling and offensive line play. helps. Say, bro, but that boy, he got to perform. He's well. He's he got to perform. Well. He's playing you can have a great play caller like Baker. Baker has all the talent around him. But if the quarterback can't perform, it doesn't matter. And, and Tannehill is playing. He's ball. playing. He's a pro bowler right now. He's, he's balling, dog. He's a pro bowler. He's balling, bro. <laughs> he's playing with ball. I'm, I'm going to Steelers, though. You're going to Steelers, 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 Steelers. I got Steelers. Actually, well, only one person at this table, excluding you, went undefeated last week. So? And that, that was me. How you went undefeated? Oh, I didn't lose a game last week. Who I lost? Who I lost? San Francisco. 
They beat what's the name? I, I picked San Francisco. Who else I picked? Tampa Bay against Green Bay. I picked them too. So I went undefeated last week. So I'm gonna go with the upset. Since everybody else, Tennessee? I like Tennessee. I, I think well, Tennessee's at home. Yeah. But I like Tennessee. I think I, I don't. It's something about. I don't think what's name's gonna get his normal numbers. He's not gonna get the 150 to 175, 130. Yeah. I think that defense is too strong. Yeah. And I mean, he can't move laterally like he did against uh, the Texans last week. But I feel like his threat. They gonna go that play action. And uh, what's the kid for Ole Miss, man? Who was his? Um, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. And I wonder if Davis is playing. I hope yeah, he's, he's playing. back. He's back. I just think they're gonna be too much, man. I think on the outside, I like I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee. I do I do think that Pittsburgh is rolling, but they gonna lose this game. Pittsburgh's secondary strong. With Minka back there, they secondary strong. Hey, listen, Joe, hey, hey, he I like Minka. Minka's a Bama guy. I like Minka. But listen, see. listen, I don't I don't believe in their corners just yet. I think they're good. Hayden not playing too well, bro. He playing ass. Joe's he's not, not playing a pro. Joe's not playing like he used to. Yeah, he ain't playing at a pro. Joe's not he playing like he used to. Him, but he's still playing well. Who, listen, who listen, listen. Him? I know Joe's your guy. Right, he might. I know he Joe's your guy. guy. <laughs> no, no, no. but he's playing well. He's Joe. playing solid. Yeah, we talking about this season. He's okay. Who's killed him? I think he what was that? He got beat on the out route the other day. Uh who was who they playing? No, 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 no. I'm just saying he's he's had some plays that I was like, okay. And then but they haven't been on TV that much. I haven't really focused, focused on them. But the plays I've seen, I've been like, all right, he's all right. He he's not playing like he used to. Corner is probably the second toughest position. It is. It is. I totally agree. Yeah, corner's the whole time. I'm gonna win every turn. I totally agree. Because you get set up to lose. It, it just happens like that. You get set up to lose. Let's get to the next game. Seattle against Arizona. Key, I'm gonna let you go with that one. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Um, I just man the Russ, they just letting Russ cook now, bro. They finally saying Russ go win the game instead of limiting him. And for the last three years, I think Pete Carroll been limiting Russ ability to throw the football. Mm-hmm. And now without that don't having a good defense. You have to let him go out there and move the ball and throw the ball around. And I think they're just going to put up big numbers on Arizona. And I think um, I'm going with Russ. But I think this is going to be uh, – I got I got Seattle winning by, by a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. Who you got? What's the line? I don't know the line. I, and I, I'm, I'm sure it's probably got to be somewhere around like maybe five and a half, six and a half. Mm. Oh man, this dude hurt. Arizona, um, Arizona at home, so Arizona at home. Win by seven. But I like I like Seattle to win. The new era, the new quarterback is just different. I feel like he don't show up every week, but Kyler Murray is special. I, I he gonna be special though. I think he's I, I like him. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him. And then Seattle's front front four ain't what it used to be. Now well, it's terrible. Well, it it is terrible. See, that's that's why I like it to be a close one, but Russ figures out finds a way to win the game. Makes a play when it's when it's time to make a play. He plays plays the game pretty well. So you like Seattle? I like Seattle to win. Close one though. Yeah, Close I, I like Seattle. I think whoever get the ball last, I don't think neither one of them can stop each other. Honestly, um, so I got Seattle winning on the road. Russ is going to be too tough. I think Russ going to have about four TDs, um, and I got him winning by by ten. By ten? Yeah. 
That ain't close. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna come down to the you like you like ten, like they gonna be a close game, but they gonna win by ten. Ten is not really like a blowout, right? You can go down to the fourth quarter. You know, one possession game, they can even kick a field goal, right? So I think it's gonna come down to the last four quarter, probably last five minutes, and I think Seattle be up. pull away. Yeah, you know, they kind of pull away. Just Russ is too tough right now, bro. Yeah, Russ balling. I ain't think um, uh, what's his name, Metcalf will be this dominant, bro. Yeah, bro. Because I mean, what he showed at Ole Miss was so inconsistent. He balling, right? Well, he, he never really played. I mean, he was either hurt or he was. Right, so he's he's but even with Ole Miss, he had AJ Brown. They had a whole talent yeah. crew, and he was more just a deep guy. I mean, they played him like that. Right, but he, 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 he playing like, like a that. complete receiver right yeah. now, bro. He balls. He's, he's playing well. He's a stud. He's a stud, bro. He's, he's a nature, bro. Yeah. Gives you his size, his speed. Oh, my goodness. Is he bigger than Julio? Yes. Yeah. He kind of like, uh, what's the dude Megatron was back with uh, Detroit? Detroit, Detroit bro. Yeah. I don't he like kind of reminds me of Megatron. Dog. I don't like that comparison to Megatron. I'm just he saying, I'm, about, I'm just talking about the big body. I think Megatron was probably more of a complete receiver. He was. Yeah. But I'm just saying Man. the body type, the body big type. body. Absolutely. The, Absolutely. Yeah, that's strong, strong, physical. strong physical catch. That's what I'm comparing it to. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go with the upset again. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like going against Arizona. the grain, man. Are you trying to win or are you just trying to go with the upset? No, nah, I keep trying to tell y'all what <laughs> it is. He's going against the grain. Arizona's going to win this game, bro. Listen, what? Arizona's going to win this game. I, I just have a feeling about Kyler Murray playing. He's going to play well, but it's not Kyler Murray. I think that the secondary... They're gonna put Pat P. Pat P. They're gonna that, put Pat Pete on, on um on um a man from um Ole Miss. I can't think of his name right now. They're gonna put Pat Pete on him. Okay. DK Mecca. They're gonna put him on him. They're gonna put him on him. And I think his speed and his, his athleticism will be just enough. And they can stack, they can stack a safety over here and there. Well, I, I just have a feeling they're gonna win this game. You right? just killed us on with your But Joe then Lockett gonna go kill him. You got it's, more that can kill him. That piece playing okay. He playing better than Joe Hayes. Yeah, nah, they play about they play okay. okay. <laughs> I said they play. That's why I said they're gonna stack a safety. That's why I said they're gonna stack a safety. They're gonna stack a safety over the top. Take away the midcap, and then what? What he gotta go from there? I think going. I think getting an AB would have helped them. I think they need an AB. No AB. Talking about Seattle. Once they stack the safety on the top, I don't think they need AB. Once they put their safety on the top, we're gonna see. But then you know they they still got the other kid um, that he's really good. Lock is very good, very good, very unappreciated, but very good, very good play. But I still like Arizona. All right, let's let's jump into it. We got we got another topic before we before we before we dive into this interview. The other day there was a um, there's and it's actually last week there was a interview with Michael Jordan. And I, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but it, it, he he does like a cigar. He always does this cigar interviews where he does like he brings in guests and he has different. They talk about different cigars, different things. And Michael Jordan in this interview said that he wouldn't he wouldn't want to play in this Twitter era because he feel like he wouldn't be able to survive because you know how private he is. As private as far as like his his you know his private life and things that he want to do. And you know everybody knew Mike like to gamble, Mike like to enjoy himself. Um, you know, he's definitely smoked a cigar. So in this era, he felt like I just couldn't do it. And I want to get your thoughts on that, man. Like just like somebody like Michael Jordan being that way, he's, the cough he's come from and being he's always been a public spotlight. Like how you feel with him making that type of thought and then being be like LeBron doing what he doing. Been able to make it because Michael's just so thought through so well. Right. I feel like he would have been able to adjust. But I don't feel like it would have been an easy adjustment, but I feel like he could have figured it out right. the way it didn't affect his game. Because the best thing about Mike is when between the lines, when it was time to hoop. Yeah. Mike yep. was going there, whoever Mike was making plays. Right. 
And we had a conversation with people like Mike probably wouldn't be like Kobe probably not the best teammates for guys, but guys would want to go to war with them type of guys. But you ain't want to be in that locker room with them every single day. But knowing what you saw in the last day, would you want to play with Mike? Seeing how he berated sometimes his 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 uh, teammates. Me and my personality, yeah, because I want to win. If that's what it takes to win, like right. some of them guys, well, you wouldn't even know who they were if they wouldn't know on the table. Mike, that's Mike true. played with, with Purdue, Luke Longley, these guys. Besides Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant, like right. Dennis Rodman was great. They had that style and they were set up yeah. to work for Mike. Right. It worked for Mike, but I feel like he could have figured it out. It ain't easy. I am, I'm old I'm old school. I don't really get into all the social media like that. Right, right. I put on there what I don't mind nobody saying. That's just what I do. Right. And I feel like he could have, ah, it would have been hard. It would have been different. Social media is so different these days. Yeah, because people are more sensitive. And it allows, social media allows that sensitivity to come out at times. And you could be these gangsters and these people behind computers that you, right. you know you wouldn't send it to somebody's face, but you know you, you ain't never really got no chance to really come into contact. You right. Be who you really portraying on this computer. And you remember Mike retired because of the pressure of being, being in the spotlight. Initially, when he retired to go play baseball, he felt like it was too much pressure. I feel like he would have figured it out. I figured so? figure it out. Just Mike being who Mike is, and I feel like he'd have been able to figure it out. Not saying it'd been easy, but I feel like he could have figured it out. Key, what you think? Yeah, I agree with him because it's just like if you grow up in it, and you, if you, if that's what you're brought up on. That's what happens. It's like if I'm, like we say, bro, I don't think I could have made it with slavery. You know what I'm saying? You had to take this and that because we ain't we wasn't brought up into it. not going into a restaurant, uh, whites only sitting oh, at the back of the bus. We so condition for it, right? It's like a it's like a animal. You put them in a the habitat, you find a way to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. So I think with his mindset, just to be great and his killer will, he would have adjusted and blocked out the noise and said it's strictly by basketball. I don't care what they saying. I don't care what they posting. Because like you said, he kind of like, him and Kobe like saying, I don't give a damn what the outside world think. They not sensitive. Like, I want to say like, it's a thing with Durant. He reading the headlines and you posting what everybody say about you. You going at a fan who probably sleeping in his mama basement saying some shit about you. You responded. <laughs> I don't see Mike doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely would adapt because it would have been scripted by basketball. So this is like, because I say all the time, I'm watching a movie, bro. They probably killed me, though, because I can't deal with that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But back then, I'd have sucked that shit up and been like, I am for my kid, I'm going to have to be around. So yeah, it's just adapting to the environment you're in. You got to adapt. Yeah, I think what what separated Mike from everybody is mental toughness. And when you reading people going at you because you missed a shot, like death dress with Danny Green, yeah. it's a lot to deal with. You just got to block it out. It's like white noise. And I tell my kids when I, like, when I was growing up, my mom used to get on me and I ain't really want to hear what she's saying. Look, let it go in one end, right out the other. Don't even pay attention to it. Don't even read it. And I think Mike would have done that. I don't think you're supposed to tell your kids that, man. Hey, bro. <laughs> it's all good. I, I told him that. I told him that. Jack when I told him, you're supposed to tell your kids, like, hey, like, you know what my mom said something to me? Yeah, hey, I'm not going to go do it. Like, you're supposed to tell him that. I don't think that's what you're supposed hey. to be saying. You gotta, you gotta be I'm 100 with these kids these days. Mom gonna wanna have a conversation. Yeah, hey man, yeah. mom can't tell me too much. Your mom gonna be like, your mom gonna be like, what's she can't tell me too much. Tim, listen to this podcast. Tim gonna be on you. She gonna what? Tim gonna be on you. 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 Tim gon
<laughs> you, so you tell them don't listen to me? Don't listen to me. Yeah, but I don't need to I said, Dad did that. That doesn't mean you got it. I'm not going to that is all day. But I think Matt Mike would have adapted because, like you said, you got to grow your brand nowadays socially. Yeah. Like, you got to be on these social medias, bro. And you just got to not read into it, bro. It's like you read it and then keep it moving, dog. Don't even entertain it. Don't even. It's really nothing to get emotional about it. It's what it is. You know you, right? It's about playing ball. And that's just this is, and I think that would have separated Mike from this era because he's so mentally tough. And that's what we all say why he'll be the GOAT because he, he never went to a game seven. Like he just was mentally tough to kill you every single time. Whereas now today's athletes, they read that like, yo, what are you talking about? Burner accounts? Like it's just a different athlete. But I think Mike would have been able to adapt. But it would have been hard because like you said, him going to Vegas when they played the Knicks in, 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 in uh, the, the Eastern Conference Finals at 2-3 in the morning coming in, got shoot around. He had a bad game, right? That now, that's that's 10 times bigger than what it is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just so, think he wouldn't have cared about it. it, it well, you should have hoped he did, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that would be the only difference. Yeah. With everything you do now, this is like 10 times over. It's on the internet instantly. Yeah. Somebody going to find out somehow, somewhere, and that's it's going to be super and, and, I, and I tell people, right, it's like, I don't even think you can have. What's the, I love the show, right? When they have the um, when on the on the celebrities, what's they call it? Come on, uh, VH1. What's that show? Uh, I, I don't know, man. You know when they do their backstory, stuff, when man. they do the backstory of their life. Unsung, uh, uh, unsung. I don't think you can have an unsung now because we know everything. <laughs> Back then, you look at unsung, you'd be like, "Damn, I ain't even know that happened." And such and such, because like now something happened. Well, you I mean, know it the next day. Yeah, I mean, most of the next day. Like, yeah, yes, I mean, most yes, guys. I mean, in the past, people live more in the mystery. They have more private things. I mean, like you said before, there's not. Yeah, we didn't have camera phones. Yeah, everyone yeah. Everybody spotlighting every single right. issue. Right. Not everybody knows everything, so you can't move without having. I mean, it can be the simplest thing to the biggest thing. Yeah, a camera phone's gonna be in your face, so you got to be prepared for it. So I think he would be. I'm like you guys. I think he would adjust. He just could have to condition himself differently. I mean, I think that's just what it, that's the issue. You know, what I mean, like like he conditioned himself to get stronger and faster because you had to go to the Pistons. Yeah. The same approach you'll take yeah, dealing with, you know, different with media and different with just dealing with people out there in the world. Yeah. I mean, but it does say a lot about LeBron and some of those other players you know, that, that can get through this type of type of scrutiny and be go through these different issues and not have to and still be flourish and still have and still have success. If, I mean, if you take some of those players that played back in the 80s and 90s and put them through this era, the mental aspect of the game, they wouldn't be able to get But But LeBron them been dealing with this in middle school, man. The press, like these athletes coming up. Yeah, but social media wasn't what it is. Social media wasn't even anything. It was in middle school. Now it's big. But LeBron was in high school. He was on ESPN. Yeah, but being on ESPN and having somebody having a camera phone in your face. No, I get it, but I'm just saying. But, but he's used to this. It's a different lane. LeBron's used to it. He's used to it. Was in LeBron's well, face. So, yeah. so this is the craziest thing. So we, when he with the humble, they to, come in. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? He's been dealing oh, with this since high school. And I agree because the thing I didn't I didn't realize this. And I, and I you know, like always, he's the biggest lord. He has LeBron. Uh, pajamas, but the rest like, of us. And his tattooed we on think, his butt yeah, cheeks. we think LeBron's okay. <laughs> but he got his he got his tattooed on his but, butt cheeks. But um, he tattooed himself to greatness, man. The one thing I do have a lot of respect for LeBron. We was at the, when we be at the uh, Wizards games, and you know we sat right there and actually seen it for ourselves. Like there was like cameras around, but there was one cameraman specific for LeBron only. So he's tying his shoes up. They're right there. He moves to the left. They're right there. He moves to the right there. They're not even covering the rest of the team. They're just focused on LeBron only. And it's like, man, like, you start to see to yourself, like, okay, I get it. I see why this dude has the confidence he has, but y'all see why, like, you know, sometimes he pushes back. 
because of the fact that he's always been open. He's always got a camera lens in his face. He always got to be discussed. And I'm pretty sure at some point you get tired of it. You, you get you get to a point where you just it just goes it becomes overwhelming, and then when he doesn't win, it gets even bigger. Yeah. It's, so it's just it's just it's got to be a different resolve. Man, I'm gonna let you finish this up. Yeah, I feel like he um, with his whole campaign and everything more than a game for him. Yeah, it really is that for him. Mm-hmm. His platform, he's using basketball as a tool to change more than just basketball. Right. More than a vote. Everything he's doing, like he's been conditioned for this yeah. since high school. Yeah, yeah, his whole team is around. He got these friends and people that he's met, put him in positions to where he got people who he trusts. And any mistakes, if I'm sure he ain't perfect and he makes mistakes and he does things, but right, he got a great team. He got a great, great team, team around him. Great team around him that shields him from this, protects him from this, yeah. and, and they shine the light and the camera on him. When the time is right, they document and everything. Everything's documented for LeBron for after basketball to put this documentary yeah. out and these things for his legacy to be more than just after basketball. Because mm-hmm. LeBron after basketball is still going to be relevant yeah. from all the movies and all the other things that LeBron is doing. Hey, that's you're absolutely correct, man. That's a good finish right there. So, like I said before, we got a guest today, Aaron Aaron Bullock from Relentless Management Group. Brother, I'm glad you're here today. I'm glad that you answered my uh, my uh, GM on IG, man. I'm glad you came in person. That is even bigger. Appreciate it. Ha- we're happy to have you. Just again, another applause for you. So, so man, just my first question, man. Just let us know. Let our guests know. Let our, not a guest. Let let our listeners know, like like your background, your story, like how you become where you at now, and um and what are you working on currently? Well, I came up uh, in a store from this area store called We Are One. Uh, mm-hmm. As a district manager, and I learned the the game kind of through right. those guys. One of the owners of We Are One is uh, was Nate Peak at the time, and he represented Steve Francis. Mm-hmm. So okay. Steve Francis was always around. They took great care of me. They showed me a lot of things at a young age, 16, 17, 18, taking me out, flying me to Houston, just putting me in positions to learn and absorb a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And being around guys and when they got younger guys coming in, they had us hanging around and taking them out and just spending time with these guys at a young age that when they're two or three years older than me and they like to do the same things we like to do. We going out, we having fun and and they just put me around them guys and in the atmosphere. There. So when I started helping them recruit guys and doing things, then I just kind of opportunity came to my lap and I kind of branched off and did my own thing and they still support me and help me out and do things. It was just a just an opportunity for me that I couldn't couldn't really pass up. I've always been a guy who like to help people, and and with sports, just came together. It's a way to be in and around sports without playing it, and right? Just, and be able to help people, and especially financially, these guys go through so many, so many different financial people, family right. things they got to mm-hmm. take care. They got so much on their plate, right? And just trying to tell them that. All them think they're gonna play forever. They're gonna play for 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years and they're gonna keep getting this money. And that's really not how it goes. Absolutely. Because you can't play on that next contract until you get it. So therefore, this first deal, until you get that second contract, you gotta right. live like this is the rest of the money you're gonna get for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right, right. And taxes is the number one thing nobody thinks about. Every time <laughs> right. somebody signed for $40 million, oh, they got 40 million. Right, right. Yeah. Automatically, it's like yeah. $20, <laughs> $25 million tops. Right. Depending on where you're playing at. Mm-hmm. If you're in a state where they know state taxes. Yeah, so taxes are flowing. But the federal taxes is going no matter where you go, and that's like 30%, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. on its own. So wow. try to educate these guys. It ain't really about 
telling them what to do, but you really want to educate them and try to have make an educated decision on their own because at the end of the day, it's their money and it's their things they want to do. It's just for me to get my my opinion or my my vision of it and right. say, ah, you might want to think about this mm-hmm. before you do that. At the end of the day, if he do it, then I'm going to try to do my best to save him the most money on it and put him in a position. But I want him to make an educated decision before you just go out with somebody asking you for something because right. you got it. Yeah, yeah, you could do it. But then an extent of three, four years down the line, if you don't get that next deal, it's like, ah, did you really yeah, want to do that? Tougher, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I like it. I like the man in positions that help people always. I've always been in that position with my friends when I was younger. And just hey. studied and just, uh, finance was, we kind of critiqued it and now I kind of added the finance piece because it was first just day to day and the intricacies of uh, day to day life for an athlete or entertaining someone who's famous and all the pressures to try to alleviate some of them from them. But now we added a financial piece that kind of took us over the top give us a little bit more longevity right. it ain't something you have to have it's not a necessity but I'll save you more money than it'll cost you to pay me and my fee is tax deductible also because I'm paying for a service yeah. right right yeah. so the, the follow up right the branding wise right when I first moved here right moved here like 20 years ago right when I first moved here I saw that clothing line the brand we all want everywhere yeah. and for like a a brand of the Argon Brothers, right? What mindset or what thing, how you get that, where you get people want to support? Because, man, I would go out jogging suits, sweatsuits, dudes I work yeah, with from D.C. Bro, I knew you was from D.C. if I saw Rio <laughs> 1 on, Absolutely. right? So I just want to follow up on how to even get your brand out and get people to want to support and be a part of that movement. Well, your brand, first and foremost, is attached to who you guys are. So the guys who initially who going to support your movement is going to be guys that you've been coming in contact with that you've built your relationship with who going to just support you on the strength of you being who you are, you being you are, he mm-hmm. being who he is. Mm-hmm. So from there, one, it's three people here. You got five people, he got five people, he got five people. So now this three goes to 18. Wow. Right. Then the 18 goes to people who support them and you just, word of mouth is, we have one been around since... 1992, right. yeah, when the first, I, agree. I started there when I was in high school, I had a job. My, my first job, I wasn't, right. I was 15, wasn't even 16 yet, like 15 to nine months, I had to get a work permission slip right. from the school right. to right. work in there. Right. And it was a neighborhood thing that started out in a neighborhood thing. Mm-hmm. You got people in the neighborhood, then you had NBA guys, and the NBA guys, cool. Steve Francis and those guys, yeah. kind of expanded the brand to where it got some national recognition outside of in Houston, Baltimore, yeah. and, and relationships he's built. And it's still going to this day, but it's going to go off, started on who you are, who you are, and guys who, who you built your relationship with over 20 years mm-hmm. and support you. Even you said you've been for 20 years, we got friends back from wherever you're from. Yeah. They're going to support you. Yeah, you ain't no different person who you was 20 years ago. Hopefully, yeah, you better, but you ain't right. to your core. You still who you are. Right. And those relationships you built. He's been solid. He's been solid. He's solid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's three of them and it's yeah. guys who who are just good, solid people and you build your brand and, and it says we are one says it on its own. It says enough to where yeah. you it ain't like you don't want to support that. It says we are one, so it's easier to brand that on a national brand than it is so you right. saying right. F you or whatever the case may be. It says we are one, it's galvanized right. and it's yeah. bringing everything together. So it's easier to support. Because right. I was at, at when even at the Essence Festival in New Orleans, right? DC or being at DC. They all got that we all one on. I was just like, what is it? 
They're like, bro, it's just a DC. And then when I first moved there, it was just everywhere. Yeah. So that's why I was like, And it was urban. Yeah. Big right. pockets. Yeah. You got to put your yeah. hands in there. You ain't yeah. got to try to do this. Yeah. A little small, little zipper pocket <laughs> for your little stash. And just, yep. it fit it fit our urban and our demographic for people who, right. who are, look like us and act mm. like us, come from our same backgrounds. It could be from New York or New Jersey, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Urban is, is is urban. It's, it's urban, just yeah. urban in New Orleans. Yeah. It's urban in New Black. We all we all keep it in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. It was ingenious. Bro. Talk about like the Relentless Management Group. I, I know you I've seen I've seen me and you've talked about this before, RMG. Like how did did you start that? How did that start? Like how did you get that going? Me and another guy that I met when I was 18 years old, right. he was throwing parties. And being from this area and popular, yo, come to my spot, pull up on us. He we just go to a place called Palladium back in the day here. When I was young, Palladium was probably the best party mm. on a Sunday night. Where was that at? Where was that at? It was on 6th Street, right connected to the, it's called Insomnia. It used to be Insomnia, but it's connected to the Marauder Center now. Yeah. Uh, right there. What year was that? This was, I graduated 2000, so I guess probably around the year 2000. Yeah. It moved yeah. to DC Tunnel years after when they tried to do a uh, remake of it. But once downtown changing, and you can and the Verizon Center came and they bought all that as a party yeah. and all those things. Yeah. So that's how that changed. But yeah. I met him, he was throwing parties, we were going there, he come in and he buy some we I want stuff, he supporting. So you supporting me, I'm gonna support you. You having a party we come through. Once we got there, you see all these people, you see all these girls, he got a section for us, it's laid out for us. Yo, you showing me love, I'm showing you love. But he had the athletes coming in there. Mm. So at that time, young guys who were in college are coming in. I'm working at We Are One. I know they got the management coming. I know they got Steve France. So in my mind, it's clicking. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, them young boys coming in here. Mm-hmm. In college right now, I can't really do no business with them, but right. I can lock into them. Hey, what's going on? What you got going on? Let me come to your game. Let me support you and build that right. back and forth. So now they see you in a position. They know you're working and you're a business now. They want to ask you questions. So that's how that really fell in the guy's lap. <clears throat> he know I'm around, so me and him locked in. And from there, this has been going since probably... 2006, Sean Merlin was the first guy we ended up doing some work with way back then. Uh, yeah. He just was coming around and just people in a position like, yo, got these people calling me, man, they say the same they want to do. So like, yo, give them a call for me, see what they're talking about. And that's exactly So that was, that was the first line of business. Like what type of line of business did you establish with them? Just basically like a manager. Right. right. But he's in he's in college. He's thinking about ready to go pro, so it ain't right. really no exchange yeah. or no currency or nothing. Right, right, it's right. Like, he was at UNLV, oh, right? Man. No, he was at Merlin. No, 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 first time talking about the yeah. linebacker. Oh, oh, not the football, basketball player. Football, okay. Basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the linebacker. Yeah, lights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just around. At this time, he was playing well. He was top pick. So when he's thinking about going to his process, like, yo, we got such and such calling me and they, you know what I'm saying, he want to represent me. They saying this or whatever. Like, he's just filtering the calls and really filtering it out. At this, at that time, we ain't really had this know-how that we have now, but at that right. time, we just hearing everybody out. Like, this is one agent or this is one person want to rap. This is another person want to rap. We taking the filter information. We might hear this from him and didn't hear from him, but he liked this person better. So therefore, now I'm going to ask you, such and such, I ain't going to say such and such who it is, right. but he said he can offer this. Well, he could do this for 2% versus you said you're going to do it for 3%. I'm not going to tell him who it is, but we got a guy and we would like if we would go with you. If you could do it at the same rate, he going to do it at. He likes you. He might have been a black guy. He might have been a 
whatever the case, you got mm-hmm. what what people mm-hmm. like and what people comfortable comfortable with. Yeah. Sometimes some people don't want a white guy. Just right. when they raise that in the type of yeah, if type they can't of relate to me. Right, right. So therefore, that don't mean we're gonna bring them to the table. We bring them to the table, here we got, we might take some of that knowledge, and now we really get with who we really wanna get with. Right. But if you're talking three percent and he said two percent, all right, the white guy said you could do it for two percent, you're gonna think about it, but now if I really wanna go with you. And I need you to do it for two percent. Right. I might tell you one point five. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to save my guy money. I don't really care about what how much makes, it gets you. Yeah, absolutely. I want to save agree. my guy. I ain't really so therefore right. just getting that information. But that's how that happened. Yeah. Just filling the lap and just yeah. answering calls and, and just going in about. And at the same time, you're picking up experience. Picking up experience, no question. And because building I connections. Had, I can ask Nate and ask the guy who represents Steve Francis. Right. Questions and information for him because he want to rep them too. So he trying to get in at the same time as your man. Bring him down the office. Let me talk to him. Yeah. So therefore, I had another crutch a guy who been in the game and experience right. to lean on with my questions. Yeah, he wanted a kid, but he wasn't gonna be mad at me if I couldn't deliver the kid at that time. Like he know he just trying to use me for my influence. I'm trying to use him for his information. It's a fair exchange, no robbery. I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. He so what, so, talk, so talk about some of the strategies you guys use to sign like your top client. Like, cause I mean, every agency probably selling the same thing, right? It's like, how can you like? What strategies have you used to say, you know what? Sign your top client that you guys have at Relentless. Our two top clients, we signed them on two totally different ways. One of them, you know, already been in the league and already not in the. Can you name him? Been in the business. We'll take that. We'll take that. He's a rapper, but he'd already been in the business and he'd already been through three, four, five different management companies that he right. work out with. Mm-hmm. Right. And a friend of his, know, he already know us. They know the type of integrity. They know we're good people. Right. And then, like, yo, why don't you see me, look at this paperwork and see if something y'all can do and right. kind of make it right because he done been taken advantage of about three and four people already mm-hmm. yeah, with the high percentages. And the mm-hmm. thing these guys get involved in without really reading it is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. Right. The fine print is really the fine print when mm-hmm. you don't know when you signed up for an option and you signed up for three years of it, but the option, yeah, exposed to 6% the first, the first three years because it's an option. And just the fine print of it, they've been taking them through the ringer so much when you'd have been to three and four people and you still paying them when you with another agent, right. another management. So that means you're paying him, him, and him. Wow. I, I, you ain't gonna make no money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ain't gonna make no money. None. And they spend yeah. so much money on people hanging around and hanging on and just traveling with you and doing a nail doing a time like this when you ain't doing no shows or you yeah, ain't doing nothing no money. you wish you had that cash right now right you yeah. ain't really hurting on your yeah, head yeah especially COVID like, yeah COVID right now you ain't, ain't nobody doing no shows absolutely you can do it nobody won't show up unless <laughs> you're down south shows you ain't making no money but for years you done just did whatever because the people you got behind the scenes they don't really have a relationship they don't really care for you if you want to do it alright cool go ahead alright you, you want to go buy this house alright go ahead yeah yeah, you don't, they don't do your taxes right, so you still got the back money to pay, but you paid them that percentage. But you got to take at least, for me, I want to pay people after taxes money. Right. Money's if I'm paying your percentage, mm-hmm. I want to pay you percentage after the tax money. I can't pay you 20% on top of the whole number. Right. Because that ain't the number. That ain't the number. That ain't the number. That ain't the number. I ain't bringing that home. Yeah. Right. I ain't never even going to touch that. Right. So, but that... A lot of people don't think about that, but if you if I don't got that personal relationship and I don't care for you like that, they mm-hmm. don't care. They, they, they make that percentage. Right. They want you to go out and get another deal. Yeah. They don't really like you ain't making me no money, really. I'm the artist, I'm the talent. Like my work speak for itself. 
Right. They just you a middleman for me. Yeah. So how much am I gonna give you for that though? I'm mm-hmm. gonna pay you. I want to pay you for your service, but how much is that really worth? Mm-hmm. They called you to get to me. You ain't call them. You ain't really go hunting for that work. That work fell in your lap. You answered the phone call. You answered the email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much is that worth? Because mm-hmm. I could do it. It could take away from my performance and, and my and my and my and my focus on what I got going on. Right. But how much is that really worth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have you done to advance like your clients off the field, like to tell them different type of stuff they can take advantage of, how I can prepare you more than what you're doing on the field and off the field? Well, most of our guys are from urban areas like us. Right. Them are heavily, heavily involved and want to give back. Right. And that is great. And I love that for guys who've made it and they want to show somebody else who come from there neighborhood will come from there. We right. like them to show them you can make it. Yep. So they're heavily involved in nonprofit things. The guys do football camps every year. We do backpack giveaways. We do Thanksgiving. We do giveaways. Yeah, I seen it. I seen it online one time. Sneakers, y'all doing like a sneaker drive, something like that. Sneaker drives. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, we do yeah. gifts. We do those type of things all year round. But another thing we do with guys during the off season things that they're really, really interested in. Not really for a money maker, but if you're interested in broadcasting during the summertime, we set you up at CBS, you go over there for two weeks, mm. they set you up and you go in there and you're really learning the intricacies of it. Right. Not right. just being there because it ain't just showing up and getting on TV and talking. It's right. more than that. It's more than that, exactly. It's more than that. Yeah. Everybody ain't showing the room over just come on the field. All week. You but he's probably prepping. Yeah. He still preps. He was prepping yeah. beforehand. No question. Absolutely. All week you don't set up to get to this Saturday when you really doing the show. You ain't just show up on Saturday. Exactly. Right. You, all week y'all ain't just set up to do this. Y'all had phone calls and all this before now. You gave me the questions before or whatever the case may be. Exactly. You prepped me for so therefore now. Right. I can run it off. I don't gotta. I seen the questions, but I don't gotta. For what you asking me, I don't gotta write it down to know. Exactly. My experiences, but absolutely. At the same time, it's the preparation all week to get to that point. Right. That um, investments wise. Uh, we do some things, real estate, where you got, you own this property, you can make money off this for the rest of your life. Right. right. I was going to ask you that, because how do you, how do, when they're no longer playing, how do you keep revenue coming in? Of course, they're never going to be making the type of money they made. That's the thing we tell them. You know, how, make, never make the type of money you're making right but now. How do you preps don't understand that? Like, hey, listen, we want to make sure that you still having some revenue so you can keep a maintain a certain lifestyle. Yep. Investments. And you, you got to tell them, you don't think because you played football for five years, you're going to be able to go home and sit and do nothing for the rest of your life. Right. And you're young, too. You know? You're young. Like, yeah. like, you're like, you bought your mom a house, you paid for it, but then, like, with a car in five years, she don't want another car. Yeah. You don't want another car. Yeah, yeah it's true. So, like I said, these kids finishing their career. And you're like 27 30, years old. Yeah, 30 years to, old. Like, yeah. you got to do something else. Some things that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Right. You try to preach that on at that time. You try to get opportunities at that time, even when they're not physically moving the pieces every day of it. Right. But they're interested in it and their minds are already thinking about it. So therefore, once playing career is over with, now you dive into that. If even if it's nonprofit work, so you gotta build your build your foundation up. So therefore you can keep running your foundation after football. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you if you're into food and you want a restaurant or whatever the case may be, these investments, even if you don't want it to be Joe Blow's restaurant, you might want to get you seven Jimmy John's if it make money for you or whatever the case may be. Franchise. But things that you're interested in. Because yeah. even if it make you money, that don't mean you're going to want to go there and really be active in it just because right. it makes you money. Yeah, that's true. But I want you to find out what you're interested in to take you 
five, 10, 20 years down the line. So therefore, when you want to go to these meetings, you ain't just sitting in this meeting. <laughs> yeah, be like, if you're interested in it and you're passionate about it, right. it's going to come out like it's coming out when I'm talking to you right now. Because right. this is what I'm it's passionate you, about. Yeah. Yep. And these are things that, that you're really interested in that you want to do for the rest of your life. Because football is a is a small, small, small portion of your life. Exactly. Up until you play pro. It was it a whole is. part of your life the whole time because you did these steps to get to that point. Yep. But once you get there, uh, average career man is about four years. Right. Yeah. For the league. So therefore, average career man, yeah, you played 10 years, you did great. That was wonderful. Yeah, you accepted that. You played the 10 rule. years, so therefore, those 10 years set you up for the next 30. Right. Not just you, right. your family. Your also. family. You're exactly. Yeah. Because you're not going to make this amount of money nowhere. Nowhere. Unless you, you, Charles Barkley, and you're making a couple million dollars on TNT, but those are the anomalies. Everybody not doing that. Yeah. Right. Everybody not doing that. Exactly. But yeah, right. you like, you want to, you want to, uh, a daycare you want <laughs> right. you want a, a boys and girls club right just some of the things that if you play right and you do right while you're playing in these relationships that you're making with the guy who owns this fortune 500 company and you be right and be good to these people these people will go okay. make donations and do things I got a guy that I'm really very close with got a program in Tennessee AAU basketball program Mm-hmm. And he does phenomenal because when he played basketball at the school, he was just a lovable guy. And he's never moved it back away from that school. Wow. He's from here. He never moved back away from that school. Right. His whole AAU program got a gym, everything set up because while he was there, those four years, he took advantage of it. He went and played overseas for a couple of years, came back, and now he got a whole program of people making donations to his program. And they're winning and he got putting kids in school. He put like $500,000 and scholarships from kids in school. Right. That's so, amazing. and that's what he was passionate about. He already knew he was passionate about that. He wanted to help kids make it then. Feel like, give him an opportunity that somebody gave him. Right. So yeah. it's about things, try to get them to get into things that they're passionate about yeah. that it ain't going to be work for. Like, this ain't really work for me. It's work, but it ain't really work, work for me. Because right. then, then they'll be invested. Then you'll be invested in it. That's right. Because exactly. totally a lot of kids, they get taken advantage of well, they just put, you know, a million dollars invested into it. And then before you know it, they got beat. Right. But like you said, if they are passionate about something, real estate or whatever the case may be, they're going to watch. They're going to cross their T's, dot their I's. They're going to make sure things are running correctly. Um, and, and that's amazing, man. Yeah, uh, that's good, though. So how did you guys figure out? Because we, we, we've been on your site. You know, we like to do our Google homework here. Yeah, we got to do our homework. And yeah, how, how, you, how did you guys figure out to have such a diverse portfolio of services? Like, you, know, you guys go across all boards. Yeah, y'all do. All lines of business. That's what I'm saying. And, and how long did it, yeah, exactly. how long did it take you to get from the starting point where you were at, where you started at, to where you're at now? Well, first it was just management services, just day-to-day management, bill pay, help you hire your agent, help you hire your financial right. guy, things just day-to-day standpoint of it. Right. That wasn't sustainable for the long haul of the business. We had to provide a service that you need. Everyone right. has to need, everyone needs to get their taxes done. Everybody needs for auditing purposes, for management, for day-to-day, everyone needs that. Mm-hmm. If when you're making this type of money, especially. And a lot of guys don't pay their taxes and then go back and then now you owe tax people a million dollars. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And that, yeah. that yeah. million dollars. Crazy that. I hear that so much, but I'd be like, bro, you don't know you got to pay taxes? Of that million, it might be six, seven, eight $800,000 in actual tax money, but it'd be the fees and penalties that they get yeah. yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. The penalties is really would be, so that's savings in its own right then and there. So we had to get something 
more than just the day-to-day services of it, something that you really, everyone needs. Right. Before that, ah, you can do it on your own. You can probably, your sister do it, but she do it as efficient and effective as me? Right. No. Will she save you as much as she gonna save me? No, but she could do it. Yeah, right. But as far as being a tax professional and, and, and getting it, the preparation of it, because it ain't even the money in the taxes, because I can, you could do your taxes and send it to somebody without you putting it all together, and they would charge you ten and twenty thousand dollars because you ain't got it already categorized. Right, it's expense yeah. versus for your home, for your business, for these different things. Right. So if I just give you my taxes, say here, you, I gave you all these receipts and all this come with it. That person who's preparing your taxes is going to charge you by the hour, and if it's not already put together and already categorized for expenses all and all these things, they charging you per hour. Right. So therefore, the preparation of it. Mm. Well, after I give you the taxes, you might pay two or three thousand dollars for. It. Right. But if you didn't have me preparing for you throughout the whole year, yeah. and you gave it to them, you are gonna pay them fifteen, twenty yeah. grand because you gotta go item by item, receipt by receipt, yeah. and they gotta categorize it in each category. That's crazy. And these guys is going to play in these other cities. You only there for work, so everything you do there is for work. It's a tax write off. Right. Every last thing you do, that home, if you didn't buy it, you rent it. The entire rent can be written off. The wow. lease on the car, the entire lease. If you own putting the them on game out here, yeah, if you own the car, <laughs> yeah, you can only pay off the mileage on it for for you using it. But if you rent it, the entire fifteen hundred dollars if you leasing it, the entire fifteen hundred dollars a month tax write off. The rental property that you living in, the entire rent might be thirty five hundred dollars a month. Right. Mm-hmm. The entire balance of it is written. You can write it off. Mm-hmm. And that same goes for us, and you running a home business now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, you yeah. can't write it off. Similar on the sides of the business, you can write the entirety, the whole portion of it. But if I got my office down in the basement and it's one fifth of it, I can write off twenty percent of it. This is a good tax write off right here. This Mike Bomb time right now. Yeah. The drink. Absolutely. All these things. <laughs> this is entertainment. Every, every, and it goes in, and that's the same thing. Yeah. Old Don, he ain't shit. But yeah, old but he, but he made it for and his taxes. The, the oh, way he bro. doing it, yeah, is yeah. showing you yep. how they do it. And and people with money, Jay Z said in his raps all the time, "I don't pay no taxes." Yeah. Right. He ain't no different. And people act like they, they shocked when he when, yeah, when Donald Trump said it. Like doing it the right know. way. I'm right. taking all this money and I'm spending and I'm and I'm giving donations and I'm spending money. It, it costs for me to be this. Absolutely. That private jet I took. Right now. I ripped that off. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So therefore, at the end of the year, when they said I made fifty million. But if I expense twenty million, uh, that mean I make thirty million now. I ain't make fifty million, right? Because mm-hmm. expenses come off automatically before that bottom number, mm-hmm. and taxes is expense also. Yeah, absolutely. So has COVID impacted y'all management group? Like you said, entertainers can't perform. COVID did some wonders for man, but only thing really that got us over the hump was the PPP and other. Grants and stuff we found for being a mm. black minority business. Okay. okay. Gave us grants, 10 grand and mm. five grand, and just grants. These one grants that you ain't really going far in your lap. You got it. You be talking to people, oh, damn, I got this. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me try to file for that. Five for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've been hearing about those grants. Maybe not, grants and not, not in a great way either. Crazy, but it, not in a great way, but they've been giving it to everybody and not really betting it because yeah. they don't got these businesses. And they thinking they gonna get this money. Somebody be gotta pay this money back. I mean, and and, and they coming after you. They been coming after you. You better do right with it. Absolutely, for yeah. Sure, but yeah. COVID definitely affected us in a crazy way. Because yeah. Now I'm not able to travel and do the things like I would normally do. To right. In front of a kid to do this to build this. Right. Yeah. For me to build a relationship with you, mm-hmm. and you feel like someone who you might want to call for some advice or. Somebody mm-hmm. just run around and just show you the right way without being in front and center and in your face, yeah. coming to support you. These guys want to feel like supporter, even though you went to the game 
whatever the case may be, that means something to a lot of these guys. Because mm-hmm. they feel like they want to, especially in a position, I'm going to be dealing with your father. You want someone you built a relationship with. That's right, that right. You want to see him face to face. Absolutely. Anytime, even yeah. if you ask me about, not even about business all the time. Because so, some of the phone calls, it don't even be about business. You want advice about life. Yeah. You feel like you're older. You feel like you're doing okay for yourself. You made it. You're doing all right for yourself. You've been through some things. Right. That you can just give me some advice on. So that's what that face to face interaction of it mm-hmm. has been crazy. We ain't spending the money on travel, but mm-hmm. we ain't getting the opportunity face to face to increase our roster. We ain't getting right. the opportunities. We've only been able to increase our roster, but now through athletes, through through entrepreneurs that we've now expended because now we do tax services and day to day services. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. So okay. now you own a restaurant and you're a chef. That I know it's fine as a restaurant owner and a mm-hmm. chef. So therefore. He making money mm-hmm. and he gonna need his taxes done. Yeah. So therefore that added piece is was able to only way we increasing our roster right now. We ain't got no new football players, no new entertainers, or none of that. Yeah. Because I can't get out and get on the road and get face to face with you. Yeah, that's tough. You're on a Zoom, ain't nobody like, oh, ain't nobody trying. It's not personal. It ain't. Yeah. It, it ain't. You can't see the like your emotion and like you know, yeah. And I, so I feel now that. with that process. The coaches and the AAU guys who've been close to them now, they always navigated those processes. You had to go through them. Right. Now, it's hard for me to contact and get in front of him. So now I'm not even an option for them, mm. for them guys. Mm. Normally, if I got in front of that AAU coach or I got in front of whoever's making a decision, I got an opportunity. But now if I don't get in front of you at all, I just called your phone and just like, hey, how you doing, man? I'm just another number. number. Yeah. just another number. Yeah. We've been able to. And then if you don't know the number, you ain't even asking the phone. But for three months, we ain't charged none of our guys fees for three months during COVID. So that's really? keep the keep our clients. Because through the PPP, did other grants, we were able to stay afloat. So, it wasn't about making okay. no money, but it's about right. keeping you as a client. Right. Now. Right. So when it turns back over, oh, I still got right. you on my roster. Even though I built this up with you and built this relationship with you, ain't no loyalty in this game. It's right. about what you can do for me. Absolutely. I understand yeah. that. So therefore, Absolutely. I'm low. We ain't take no fees for three months. Mm. Three months, no fees. But that'll help y'all. That's long a quarter term. in the long term. I mean, yeah, we yeah. got the PPP to help us extend it and, and keep us afloat for all the things because you ain't got that revenue coming in. But for the long term of it, it's business is folded right now. Yeah. Who ain't making? It? They tough. done. It's tough. Do you think that? I mean, just that taking that step or taking that process or just taking that, making that decision, does that separate you guys from the other organizations, the other groups, management groups that are doing the same type of service you're doing? No question, because they don't right. care nothing. Of, they don't really got that personal relationship like that. Our guys is really right. boutique-ish, family-style business. Like, I'm going to people's houses and talking to their moms, and I'm sending Happy Mother's Day flowers to moms and they ain't doing they don't got that they don't care nothing about that but right. I'm gonna sit in your living room and you done made dinner for me and talk to me about your dad and your grandma these are personal things that you told me that I've seen around your little sister going off to college and things that I've mm-hmm. sent them oh my sister going to school she gotta get a new car can you find her car things that I've you know what I'm saying done and built that personal relationship so I gotta call her to say alright what you looking for this is range he gave me the range I ain't giving all the information to her but I'm gonna try to get you a car let me know what you might like Right. So therefore, now I'm building a relationship with her, hoping to get to what she got to go to. She right. need a college, she need a car. Cool, you want to buy your sister a car? I ain't, I ain't against that. Cool. Mm. We ain't You're not just investing that person, you're investing the entire family. In the whole entire family, yeah. Absolutely. Because we want to put them in a position to where if it's less on him now to take care of, that's more money that he can have for the long haul. Because think about it, within 10 years or four or five years, 
this revenue might not be what it is right now. So I need you to be able to put in a position to take care of yourself because he might not be able to do that. Yeah. Right. If it's a bonus on top of it, yeah, he got it. Cool. He's still playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to help you a little further. Now we're going to send you to grad school or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That, that make you get to where you got to go to to help you be self-sufficient so now you ain't depending on him. I just watched the Mike Vick special the other day. came back on. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It yeah. was incredible. I didn't see it the first time. First time, time yeah, just, yeah. Just looking into it. Yeah. How you got all that money and you then you owe 50 million. What? Yeah. It's tough, bro. Yeah, he lost all that money. Foremost, taxes. Yeah, all that money went. working for him before that wasn't doing the taxes. They weren't doing the taxes. He's taking care of everybody. Everybody. It's hard for them to say no, but if he called me and you tell him call Earn, (laughs) I'm going to tell him. Probably somebody. You can't do that, man. You need a no person. We can't do that, man. You need It is hard, right? Like you said, you coming from. It's hard for him. Coming from the hood. It ain't hard for me. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you coming from the hood. And you feel like, man, this person helped me. That person helped me. Man, I can't tell moms no. I can't tell grandma no. That's grandma. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, you got to have. His range is going beyond that. Yeah, like you said, you, your crew. Look, <laughs> yeah, it was look, the crew. Look, look, got I, him. <laughs> that, look, that's like if we go out and we go into the club. If I drink, my whole crew drinking. You know what I'm saying? If I go but, eat, my whole crew eat. If I'm there, <laughs> your whole crew going to drink. But if one of them dudes going to have one drink. <laughs> That's the thing about him. He had nobody. Had nobody. Nobody. No driving. They were just out driving. But then too, when you got the Nike, like Michael Vick, for example, he got the Nike money. You know that's coming. But when it ended, right? But when it ended, but nobody thought. You know, when you Mike Vick, he probably didn't think the dog situation where people would be like, "Yo, I'm going to jail. It's going to end it." Right. So you like, man, I can blow this, blow that. I got Nike money. I got, I'm the best player in the NFL. I got all the blank cutting this big check. You, these cats don't think about in two, three years. It ends. It, it can all end at any play. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and it just, and it's amazing to me when I see athletes, bro, go broke. Like, dude, how? Like, dude, I understand how, but dog, you cannot just be. Free flowing. I look if I got million, I'm not trusting a cat. I I know you. Like if I know you, James, I'm not letting you cut a check for just whatever. I need to see that check come out. I don't care how busy I am. Ain't no power of attorney. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. No, yeah. bro. I'm gonna make sure I know anything yeah. coming out of my bank account. Yeah. And cats be trusting these so many cats. I'm like, damn, how y'all go broke like that, dog? That's how they go broke. You just said it's crazy. Yeah, you bro. just said the trust factor. Not watching it and just not really being aware of like, it's, it's really amazing. To it's me, really, man. it's really. When you think you got so much of it, you really feel like, oh, if somebody took ten thousand from you, you really ain't tripping because yeah. they feel like I got fifty got million dollars, like all that ten thousand until nothing. Until they're going coming in no more. You wish you had that ten grand. You know when they went back and realized that now they're going back and looking four years ago and where all this money went at. We do audits for. We do it twice a month, every down to the penny. That's so the look. first and the fifteenth for every month, mm. every transaction right. for our clients right. is sent to you in a report on the first and the fifteenth. We do it on the first and the fifteenth. If the first comes on a Friday, you will get it on the fourth once the, all the transactions from that weekend hit. Then you'll get it. But on the first and the fifteenth, we do a, a forensic audit every every first and fifteenth, every transaction down to the penny. 
you'll know exactly where it went at. On the first of it, take the cent to you, and you know exactly what money was spent, who it went to, your mama. Do you, do you walk through the, Do you walk through the uh, your clients? Do you walk them through those transactions? Do they actually? How many you actually look at it? Do you even know? Do y'all know? Some of them look at it. Some of them look at it. Some of them be like, 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 yeah, like. They ask you about what it was. Yeah. Sometimes, but then you might not get a call for three or four months and they don't ask nothing about it. You, you you, sometimes you have to let them know. Like, listen, Man, you better we need to walk out. through. That's what I'm saying. You got to have a conversation with them because right. sometimes they're regular transactions when you got your rent and these things that you take care of these different places, but they don't know until it gets to a heavy month. And I'm got to tell you, like, yo. Yo, we're going crazy this month now. Yeah. You just went and bought this ring. You just bought that chain. You just bought this. You did that. You got to chill out. So then that was when that conversation where I got to have and I need to get in front of you and I need to show you. Right. But until you really go crazy and I ain't on you. If you on budget, all I'm on a budget. I don't care how much money you got. You're on a budget. Yeah. First and foremost, you're on a budget. Right. You can't just go crazy. So if you're in a budget, you ain't tripping. You're on a budget. If you inside the budget, how you spent your money, I ain't whatever. You ain't go over I don't got to have a conversation with you about it. You ain't have to call me, ask me for to put more money in your account or switch it over. You you ain't you ain't have to call me for it. I'm okay with that. So just Whatever to piggyback off of that, have you ever had a client, this is like a question that's not even a part of the script. Have you ever had a client say, you know what, man, dude just ain't listening to me. Like I've given you all the great advice. Like I'm telling you, you spend way out of your budget. Say, you know what, we just going to cut, cut the ties and we just move on. Uh, you will want to... In my mind, I've had that conversation in myself before. When I'm like, yo, this ain't really going to work. Yeah, right. Because if it is, right, they're going to blame you. It's worse for me. Yeah. It is. But then if everything is documented, like I'm telling like I'm telling you on the 1st and 15th and all these conversations, oh, yo, I want to do this. I ain't just telling you that on the phone. After I get off the phone right. with you, I'm sending it to you in an email. Right. So therefore, you, I know you sent you this. I said, yo, we should not do this. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go on and do that, you're on your own now. I, my advice, I advise you against this in writing. Yeah. So therefore, at the end of the day, you ain't gonna really bear to blame me. In a public eye, you're gonna bear to blame me. But if it get down to it, I got these documents to be able to clear my name on this. And when I say, right. Right. you should not do this, you should not do that. Here, 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 each transaction, I didn't take no money from, from you. you. Where did I take it from? In here, this is your bank statement. I can't dock you that. Yeah. Right. This is the statement. Come straight from your bank. This is that. I can't change that. Yeah. And here it is when I told you, oh, you shouldn't do that. Or here's what it is when I told you, hey, yo, you're going crazy. Got to cut that down. Oh, you can't get that. But then you came back with it. But some of these guys were there, you can't even get it. So therefore, now we got them. If you set up and you and they trust you, mm-hmm. you can't just go and spend $20,000 because you don't have access to that. Yeah. You can't just go spend $20,000. Mm. You can't. Wow. Because in your account, you're on a budget. This is in your account. You got 10 bands or so whatever you, it is. So y'all put money in their account? Or like, how does that work? It's transferred so you, over on a monthly basis until you go over each month. You know what your budget is. We told you what it is. Every month, that's going to be in there. Okay. It's okay. You, your regular checking account, your day-to-day that your card is. You got a couple grand in there to be able to do what you need to do, but you ain't going to be able to go crazy. Right. Mm. Not the way okay. it sets you back. And I can't really do my job that way. Because yeah. I can't monitor what you're doing if I just give you your regular checking account that you got $300,000 and $400,000 and a million dollars in. Yeah. He going to bang that all day and ain't going to have no <laughs> records to pay. He, he need to go there sometimes and they say, oh. It sounds like a lot of people in America need to have that. But guess what he need to do? Mm-hmm. He needs to go yeah. there and bang Put that car and they tell him, it hey, declined. It declined. <laughs> yeah. Then they know. He be I'm mad saying. at that point. Like, yo, why ain't got to. Embarrassing. Yo. Yeah. It's humbling for them. They, 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 it's humbling for them, but it's needed. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, you can't just go crazy. Like, we don't, I'm not giving you access to $300,000 at one time. Because you will go buy a chain for forty dollars 50000 whenever you want to. Yeah. You go put a whole car. You will go do it. And they'll just know you. 
that money you spent right then and there, you could invest in that investment and get your grandma more interest on it than you just going to buy it. Mm. And then you just spent a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars money gone. You ain't getting that back. Facts. You ain't going to just buy a house for four hundred thousand and just take that money out of your account and you just spent it on the house. Yeah. Let me ask this question. I, I know we I know we running short on time, man. So I don't want to hold you up. Something to the haunted house. Definitely, definitely. I'm gonna let, about to get you out of here. Um, one quick question though, before we get that last question out of here. Um, just just the other day, I think uh, I think it was Rick Ross had just had just um, bought like 87 acres of land for like a million dollars. Oh, wonderful investment. Right. So is that something like when you guys out here, you work with your clients, is that something you guys look into? Do you look into that for your clients and say, hey, listen, I think if you go buy these 80 acres and put these amount of homes, the amount of money you'll generate over the next 20 years, 30 years, I mean, it can be phenomenal. Like, is those those type of things or projects that you you guys look at? I mean, you look at as well. Yeah, we the middleman on it. You got your financial guy who, who who will probably bring you these type of opportunities. Right. But it's gonna be up to me to do my homework on it to see right. exactly what could be done. Because you can have this eighty-seven acres of land and tell me you want to do all this on it, but if you can't build on it and, and, and whatever the laws is for this area, yeah, it ain't worth shit. Yeah, it ain't worth. She just got eighty-seven acres of what? You gonna put a house on it? That's it. Like right. you can't make this a commercial. Opportunity for you, you got 87 acres of land, it's great, but what the fuck are you gonna do with it? Right. So therefore, the opportunity will come to come to the financial guy or he'll put it or they'll put it up on a, a document or whatever it is. But it's up to me to read through this to see exactly how profitable this could be. Right. No question. No questions asked. Cause just because in my mind, 87 acres of land sounds wonderful. Yeah. But if it's in the in a in the middle of nowhere where they ain't building up an area, what, exactly. what, what are you, do? <laughs> you ain't doing nothing with it. They, yeah. Guys come to you with so many ludicrous things that their uncles, friend came through <laughs> with this healthcare plan they want to do. <laughs> right. It only takes a hundred thousand, but we can make this over. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. That's crazy. And then they be mad when they they know they came to you with it. So next time I see him at a game, he like. He beefing with me. Because he know I asked. He shut it down. He know I asked. <laughs> and that motherfucker, Aaron, man, that motherfucker, he hates it. That's exactly how he feel. That's exactly how he feel. You shut down my millions. <laughs> if it makes sense. It may, it may, I'm sure they feel that way. I'm, this is how I want them to understand. If it makes sense, I want them to do that. Because the longer that it is that he's making money, it's good for me. Right, yeah. I'm not against it at all. But if you got all your ducks in a row, even if it don't work, sometimes I'll come back with some questions and more questions. That's when they get stuck right there when, I'm, when stuck. I come back yeah. to you. And then you don't come back to me, you just think I'm hating. But yeah. if you feel like it's a good idea and it's something you want to do and I feel like, all right, it's a good idea, we're going to thoroughly go through it. We're going to give it our attorneys on our end and ask some questions and send it back to you. Now with these questions we got now, whoop -de -whoop. if you go back right. and you answer them and you bring back with the documentation saying, Oh yeah, I this what we can do about that. Yeah, I, I ain't against that. As long as the person is able to do it. Right. I can't tell you if he got one million dollars and it's gonna take two hundred thousand dollars in investment on an opportunity that he only got one million dollars right now. Yeah. He might need that money in three years. You talking right. about four, five, eight, ten year investment now. Right. He might need this two hundred thousand. I ain't giving you twenty percent of this my income to do that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't fail for that. Right. I can't sign off on that. Right. He might need that money in three years. Yeah. He's gonna keep up his lifestyle. He got a house, he got rent, he gotta pay, he got mama house that he gotta get. Yeah. I can't I can't sanction that, but yeah, that definitely happens all the time. So what's what's next for 2021? What's next for RMG? Uh the right kind of clients, because we don't want to run into the situation where he asked about earlier, a guy that just spending all this money. Right. Don't take the don't take the advice because at the end of the day, it's too much work for me. Right. And it ain't worth it. 
Because if you go broke, it's more of a headache. It's more of a headache. It ain't worth it. We got a a small operation. We got some back office people that's working, but me and the guy, we out in the field. We recruiting and doing this thing. We got people behind us who who doing the day to day and and, and structuring it out to make sure the thing works as a world war machine. Right. I can't, I got the three and four, five other guys I need to talk to. I can't with this idiot over here who going crazy. I can't waste all my energy and time on mm-hmm. that. So just recruiting and getting the right guys who vision and want the same things that you envision for them. Mm-hmm. We want to expand the roster some. Definitely, you always want to expand the roster, but we want to expand it with the right guys. Yeah. And our business is hard to sometimes get a guy who's a vet in this game and he's used to doing things a certain way. Versus it's best for us to get a guy to ground up to where we started with him and we know we ain't got to go back and fix all the stuff that went wrong for years and years and years. And I started you off on the right path. Right now, when you get a guy in college, now I want to get your credit ran and see what I can start working on now to get you so when you get the money, yeah, yeah. now you ain't, I'm sending you day one because now you ain't paying this 8 9% interest rate. Right. Now you got 3 and 4% interest rate. I'm sending you money out the gate. Yeah, We're working exactly. on these things yeah. early on. People don't think about that. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm sending you money early on. I want to get you, have your credit right when you get the money. Right. I ain't doing nothing exchanging no cash. I ain't doing nothing for you. Well, I ain't working for you, but I want to get you in a position to be ready to work for you when the time is right. Exactly. I ain't breaking no rules. I ain't spent no money on you. I ain't did none of that. But I'm getting you ready, prepared. And we done this things for guys. And they don't even go with you. Yeah. So that's just the business, that it, and it is, and I understand that it's the business of it. But I want. Yes, he's saving some money, and that's cool with me. I ain't, I ain't against that. Right. Ain't even, you don't, I was hoping you went with me. I helped you out, and I'm building this relationship with you. But if you save you some money, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But definitely yeah. expanding the roster, some getting with the right guys. We got one entertainment client. It's a little. It's different than work for athletes. It's right. Different. Rappers are different kind of guys. Probably regulars. <laughs> different kind of guys, man. But, but they got an image to uphold, right? They got, they got a lifestyle. People are draw to, man, Lil Wayne got the biggest chains. Yeah. Like, they, they, people just draw to that yeah. image. And then they got to feel like they got to up, they got to live to that image all the time. Like, I got to be fresh. I got to be, you know, flossing with the cash. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, people see what they see, they believe. Right, so you see, like, oh man, this dude balling, man, he got this and that, man, he got the whips. People draw to those type of people, so they feel like you gotta live to that image. I, I ain't against, I ain't against looking good and having nice things, right? But I want you to save the money on it, just because the guy said he gonna get, he gonna charge you fifty thousand for that, don't mean I can't ask him, can we get it for forty? Yeah, it's true. Right, exactly. Yeah. I ain't against it. If you can afford it, I ain't against it. Mm. But you ain't gonna tell I me in three weeks you gonna go get another one now. Facts. Like it's, uh, it's a, but they don't understand when Chad Johnson put that thing out last week. Yeah. It was the greatest thing I ever heard. Chad, yeah, I buy yeah. Claire's. Yeah, it was fake. the greatest thing I ever heard. <laughs> and she already Googled me. What difference do it make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Google. I'm driving minivan. <laughs> like, duh. It don't matter. And I get it, guys. I ain't buying and a I've fake been, I've been going to Claire for years myself. So hey, 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 ain't no, ain't no old, shame. But the, what's the old saying? You fake it till you make it. She no, you just keep faking it. Yeah, no. You. She already, yeah, she don't right. care how much that chain costs. Right, facts. You can give her two or three grand if you want. It don't matter. But yeah. that part of it don't matter. And that's what they don't understand. When Chad said that and guys are putting out reports and say your coins, those type of things that if you look on the website, that stuff that I've took it and put it out there. Yeah, the quotes. This is what happens. Bible quotes. And this is what happens, man. Save your cash, save your chickens, those are the type of things that I try to try to really try to hang my hat on and just try to be there for them guys because they're young and they're impressionable. They get a lot of hate on and people oh, yeah. they meet. Yeah. They say, I can do this and do that. Right. And half, 
white person yes. have um, 80, 90 percent of them looking for opportunity more. You can help them more than, than we, they can help you. Yeah. yeah. Man, one, so we can get out. I know you're short on time, man. So what advice would you give someone that's trying to break into y'all industry with entertainment and sports? Like what? Give me one one advice, piece of advice that you would give to them. Man, entrepreneurship is not for the weak, man. Mm-hmm. And COVID is 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 a is a uh, uh, an eye opening in your face yeah. type of situation that lets you know entrepreneurship ain't for the weak. I ain't saying give up on your dreams and nothing that you want to do. Right. If you want to do it, put your all into it. Yeah. But be prepared, man. Do your homework and not just. Man, times where I had to think about, you know, I'm going to take this flight for this opportunity or I'm going to pay these bills. Right. When we was younger and starting out, when we're using our own money to try to put this thing, get this thing going mm-hmm. for opportunities and get down there, it ain't even a real opportunity. Then now I got to come back and hustle and grind it out and <clears> figure <throat> out and get this money back that I done spent on this flight, on this hotel for opportunity that I thought might have been something to say, oh, yeah, that's my man. I'm going to put you in front of him and get down there. We're going out and we just doing this and there ain't really no opportunity like right. that. So those opportunities and, and, and things that I've done, but networking, man, people you meet and, and these type of things. Yep. You might got a kid that you know from your hometown that you ain't from here. Mm-hmm. Like my man, Good guy, man. Put in front of them. networking and and oh, those are the best things you'll ever do, especially in this right. business. Yeah, right. Because you're not. I'm not the talent. I I don't play football, mm-hmm. so therefore I can't I can't do my job unless I have talent to work for. Right. So networking is the is the number one thing you're gonna do in this business. Yeah. Networking. Be who you say you are, or whoever you're trying, or whatever you aspire to be, because it's gonna come in a time that where. It's gonna get checked. Right. Oh yeah. And if you're not who you say you are, if you did bad business for someone else, oh, they gonna know. Rich people, it ain't that many of them. It's a lot of them, but it ain't that many of them. They all hang together, and go to the same places. Trust me, they're gonna run across each other. Miami, LA, New York, DC. They go to the same places, doing the same thing. Yeah. They ain't going to Idaho. They ain't going to Michigan. <laughs> they might go to Detroit, but they ain't going to these yeah, certain places to yeah, where yeah, you want to see I, them I, in LA. And I then agree. when you with them. Yeah. Oh man, he beat me. Man, he gonna let him know. Man, don't mess with him. Yeah, yeah. He gonna let him know. Be who you yeah. say you are. Mm-hmm. Networking though. Networking. Yeah. Networking. And I can't network and and not be who I am because it ain't gonna check out. Right. You yeah. met you stance. Years, bro. So, and now this game yeah, is, and absolutely. it ain't never been that. You, we talk sports all the time. We whatever it is, yeah. the same conversation we having right here. You've heard bits and pieces of it. I mean, bits and pieces, exactly. So the, the whole time, it ain't it, no different than what I'm going to be. This is this is who I am. Exactly, who he is absolutely. People who I've known who know 100 know me to be this. So that's when I get in front of nephews, nieces or whoever the case may be when you got a friend or even a friend of a friend. Right. If you're genuine and, and, and that person feels like you're a trustworthy person, I ain't asking nobody to get me a kid and sign a kid for me. Right. Yeah. Give me an opportunity to get in front of them exactly. and spit my spell and let them know this is what I can do for you. And if they don't sign with me, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you, right. You, okay you put your best effort. Absolutely. And, and, it is what it is, right? You shoot your shot. Shoot. That's it. All I'm asking for is an opportunity. Because most of the time, like even entrepreneurship and different businesses, it's going to be 90% of the time you waste, right? That Ooh. you didn't sign a client Ooh. or Ooh. stuff that just didn't go right. Absolutely. Like, say so you done flew across country, man. You mm-hmm. know, ahead of me. We just mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. I done wasted $1,000. Mm-hmm. But it's that 10%. 
Yeah. You got to be ready that, for the opportunity. Take your business to the next level. Ready for the opportunity. But you got to always take the opportunity because you never know. You might find a diamond in the rough. That's, you know what I'm In this business, only take one really, really good take one. one. You get you exactly. one and get you a, a mega, mega deal. If I get me one guy to get me a mega deal, I get me three or four or five guys that do good and play with. Right. If I get me a mega, that's going next thing to open my business up to different, different levels. Put me in rooms and places where I ain't been yeah. and where everybody's calling and wanting their guy. Right. Instead of me having to look for this word or call it. Now. Right. Hey, I know you got to go. I, I, I want to get to it. <laughs> <that. laughs> hey, Boogie got to go, man. Because I see you. Now, one more guy. Right, one more so, 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 so the rumors out there with LeBron, I know you didn't heard about it, where... With Rich Paul. Rich Paul, right? Yeah. So you deal with a lot of athletes and clients. And I know LeBron recruits for a clutch. Like, that's what his job does. And you... So what do you think about those reports, how they're saying that the athletes that sign with Clutch, even though LeBron's bringing them to Clutch and they're not, Rich Paul's not doing them just certain justice, right? What are your thoughts on that? And we can get out on that. Certain justice, like what? Like, so like, like Rich Paul is not doing them. Some of his deals. Might not, not be great. Yeah, they, they, they haven't been always viable for his clients. Right. I think, uh, I think, I think the Marquise Morris deal that he did wasn't really a great deal for him. Eventually, he ended up firing him. So I think it's just one of those issues. I think it's a twofold question. I think one thing with with Clutch Sports, you, being able to utilize the greatest athlete in the sport Go to bring in the talent is exactly with another person. And I think people, it's there's other agencies it's hate, on hate on And then it's also the fact that even when they, even some of the athletes who are getting one are not always happy with the deal they get at the end of in the results. Yeah, because at the end of the day. LeBron James is going to be the head of this thing. So if LeBron James needs something, yeah. you're going to have to wait. Yeah. First and foremost. But going in, they should already understand that. They should already understand that. Right. But their team is broad enough to where they ain't going to tell you, you we can't do that for you. They'll send somebody over there, but Rich Paul might not be the guy going. Right. But if, if, if it's a wide range and, and everybody know their job and doing their job right, but at the end of the day, LeBron going to bring some opportunities to the table with movies and these other things that you wouldn't have with this other agency. Right, so it's twofold. True. It might not be the best. It might not be the best deal when you lose a point on it. All right, sign. But look, he can have championship. Now, after this now, his stock will be up to go somewhere else next year. Right. Yeah. Caldwell Pope, been in L.A. That, I think, and I think that's Smith, the only reason John Smith is getting a check right now is because he's a Thompson also. And I think, yeah. I think yeah. the KCP yeah. thing is an issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. They feel like KCP would not be KC, where he's at unless he, unless he wasn't with Clutch. Yeah. 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 You ride that coattail for one year, yeah. and now you put yourself in a better position the next year. Yeah. yeah. It ain't for everybody. It ain't running a conglomerate. But ain't LeBron James? It's gold, man. Anything he touch, everything he getting with. Yeah, they winning, bro. Yeah. They, they winning. His name is good. Got opportunities if you get more than a vote and these other things like five star credit. They gotta take advantage of that too. LeBron doing these campaigns and doing this stuff. I'm sure they paying people for these things. Yeah. If you make yourself available for that, you can make you some extra coins on that. Right. You gotta that's, be available and put money. yourself in a position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do it, you might as well. That's jet money. You know what I mean? Facts. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, man. See you, man. We want to we give my man Aaron. But you, you need these water. My bad, man. Anything you need, you need water. You need water. Appreciate you coming. Right, thank you, thank you, man. All right, man.
rmgaa.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. About to say, you didn't, you didn't give a last little thing. He's all, we'll, we'll make sure that we check out the website. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll be definitely on Instagram. Um, a Boogie, um, at A Boogie. What's this? Underscore Relentless. And give your email. Email Aaron at rmgaa.com. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you, buddy. We know y'all get out of here, dog. Appreciate it. Like that sweatshirt, man. Appreciate it. Joy, though, man. Appreciate it. Oh, you know Joy? Yeah, my dog. Oh, Joy, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Joy, my guy. Appreciate y'all. Hold on, hold on. Before I get him a record, we got out of here. I do need a favor, though. What's up? My man, the man, the chef that runs Victory Land. I ain't trying to stay in that line. I need you to talk to him for me. <laughs> no, all you gotta do is call me. Son, I got my son a job in there and all. All you gotta do is call me, man. All right, you will talk. We gonna talk. Easy. Easy. I don't want to be getting this like this with that cheesecake. I saw that. I saw that raspberry cheesecake. I seen it. They don't got that every day, so you gotta wait till they got that. They don't have that every day. All right, we will talk. We will talk. All right, bro. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. All right, Ray, you wanna get us out of here? That's a good look, man. All right, bro. That's a good connect, though. Yeah. All right, we out. Yeah, that was a good. That, that, he he was like that though. Yeah, 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 yeah I like that, bro. Yeah. Yeah.